The number of scams and fraud are on the rise, and it is vitally important that people do their due diligence to protect themselves and their finances. With me this morning to talk about this issue is Quincy Crawford, CP Branch Manager with Chase. Good morning, Quincy. Good morning. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for asking. Glad to be back. Uh, it's good to have you on. Uh, Thank you. Quincy, there appears to be a number of scams out there today, and they appear to be getting uh, more and more sophisticated, uh, even more so than just three or four years ago. Um, with there being so many scams out there, you know, how important is it for people to protect themselves these days, especially from a financial perspective? Well, it's highly important. You work hard for your money, so you definitely want to take every action that you can to, to protect um, your financials. Uh, one thing that you can do is, is uh, start by researching um, your, your company. Um, and if anyone reaches out to you, for instance, for anything uh, financial, uh, definitely run back to the source, right? The company that you are are in a financial partnership with. Uh, get out your, your paperwork, your statement, whatever it is. Give them a call. Uh, they're not going to call you asking uh, for private information or for you to move money over the phone or things of that nature. So it's always redirect. Go right back to the source and you'll be fine. Right. And Quincy, is there a such thing as being over skeptical or over cautious these days uh, when you are receiving uh, phone calls, text messages, mail, email, however they're trying to contact you? Uh, is it, in your opinion, something uh, where people can just be over skeptical or over cautious? Absolutely not. No such thing as over skeptical. And as you said, now it's so prevalent, right? It's really increasing these, these financial uh, crimes and such. So, so you can never be over skeptical. Um, always ask questions. And, you know, there are some things that, that people just can't answer uh, that are related to your financial picture. So you ask the questions and, and um, they will not be able to answer all uh, at that point. I think that'll alert you that this may not be something that you really want to be involved in. So you, you simply redirect, as I always say, and reach out to the source. Mm. What about with the advent of uh, artificial intelligence or AI? You know, there's a lot of buzz about that these days. But go ahead. with that, you know, people can duplicate voices and trick consumers out of money and personal information. You know, how important is it for people to really be mindful that they're actually talking to a real person, even if they think that person might be a trusted friend or relative, or even in some cases, uh, somebody who they might believe to be associated with a certain company or organization they've been doing business with for a while. Well, you're exactly right. Scammers can gain trust of, of the victims by pretending to be, a, as you said, a close family member or a friend in need of money. Um, be extra careful of the friends and family members calling suddenly and needing help. And again, hang up and call them back on a number that you know to be theirs or, or even call someone else who knows them, right? Um, always double, triple check. And, and ensure that you are speaking with, with uh, the right person. And you can never be too cautious with that because uh, the advent of this artificial intelligence is, is uh, super advanced now. And um, one can be easily fooled, right? So, so again, just your checks and your balances um, ensure that you're actually making the call uh, and, and um, vetting whoever is reaching out to you. Right. And what about getting emails and text messages 
uh, that supposedly are from your bank. I've even seen some cases where uh, people have received uh, letters that were supposedly from the IRS that weren't legitimate. Um, you know, how important is it for people to really scrutinize those things with a sharp eye to make sure that they're actually legitimate? Because a lot of these emails and uh, text messages and even some of the printed material they might send you in the mail, you know, look very legitimate these days. Yes, uh, that's absolutely correct. One thing is is they can't impersonate the banks, utility companies, government agencies. Uh, they'll try and trick you out of your money that way. Uh, they'll contact victims via text uh, or call demand money to ensure something doesn't happen to their accounts. The main thing is is awareness. Be aware that these things are happening. Uh, don't think that you know. Don't don't feel as though. Uh, it's something that that isn't real or it's unbelievable that this may be a scam um, because it's highly legitimized by the scammers. So, uh, you know, they'll say they need information, account information to investigate suspicious activity. They'll spoof and, and trick you by using even a caller ID from your bank or website links that, that look legitimate. So, you know, if someone calls you and tells you there's something wrong with your account, um, I'll say it over and over, hang up. Call your bank directly using the number on the back of your your card, uh, your statement. Um, just redirect every single time. Right. And Quincy, I know in the past a lot of the scams uh, were targeted towards older people. I, I don't nec- uh, necessarily know if that's the case anymore or not, but it seems like these days um, really it's kind of an open season on any and everybody when it comes to scammers. Yeah, you're, that's right. That's right. There is a misconception, right? More recently, that it's always an older individual who is being scammed. But now the numbers are increasing that it is of a younger generation who is being scammed now. And that's how sophisticated all this is, right? Now younger people are falling for it. So, And, and a lot of the times they have that familiarity with the online um, tech and things of that nature so you would think that they would be able to to figure it out. Um, it's not happening, right? It's becoming more prevalent, and that means that even the younger folks must be diligent in in vetting whoever is calling them or reaching out to them. And and um, again, I can't say it enough, man. Redirect. Do not uh, respond to people who are calling you out of the blue. It doesn't matter what they have or what they're asking you for. Uh, redirect to the source. Right. And Quincy, you know, we've had a number of conversations uh, about, you know, financial issues, um, some, you know, some good, some that aren't so good, like when talking about, you know, frauds and scams this morning. Um, but a lot of that uh, people fall victim to is because they don't have the information. And there's sometimes there's people in your family who have something happen to them might have information, but don't want to pass it along for whatever reason to inform other people in their families. You know, we, we talk about it takes a village. Um, and a lot of times in cases like this, it takes a village for us to prevent certain things. With, with that being said, you know, when you were sitting down with your own family uh, and talking to them about, you know, fraud and scam, uh, especially if you got a, you know, it might be during the holidays or, a birthday and you've got an audience of older people and younger people, you know, what are some of the things that you uh, would advise them to really be uh, cautious of when it comes to protecting their finances? 
Sure. One thing that I really appreciate is is uh, coming onto your your radio um, and having this conversation because when you're at the table with your family and friends, you're on a micro level. Uh, but when I'm speaking to someone like you, uh, we can get the information out there on a macro level. So, um, but uh, to your question, when you're sitting with your family and friends, share information. Right. This life is about the sharing of information. That's how all of us. Uh, sometimes become privy to what may or may not be happening out in the marketplace. So when you're with your family, and especially, you know, someone who works in a financial institution, uh, there's so much information that I can share, and I know that my family will continue to share, but it's just the spreading of information. Um, You can tell them about the experiences that that you may have if you're scammed, and um, the the conversations shouldn't be a a one-off, right? I mean, Anytime you're able to talk about this or speak about this, do so. Help your family, help your friends start to instill behaviors and actions that will allow them to avoid any types of of scams because it starts early so that you have these natural reactions to these calls, right? Hang up the phone and make the call to the institution, um, you know, not providing your information, um, asking a few questions from the the would-be scammer, um, just Sharing this type of information with people will give them insight to to how to in, in order to avoid all of this. And and um, I, I don't think that there is oversharing in any manner. So, right. And Quincy, is there anything that you feel is important in this conversation with scams? You know that we haven't covered so far. I want to give you an opportunity to kind of really kind of piggyback that, but really speak directly to our community this morning uh, to what you feel that. Uh, is important for people to be aware of or different tips that you might have for them uh, at this point in time related to really just protecting themselves from broader scams? Yes. The the first thing is creating strong passwords for your online accounts. Um, change them often. Uh, that can also help protect your, your digital footprint. You know, with your passwords, use phrases um, and, and just nice long phrases. Um, if you're not aware of even emerging threats, you can protect yourself from becoming a victim by, uh, again, refusing to give your information. Some people should even look into you, or most people should look into using digital wallets, uh, for instance, um, because they do, they're, they're able to protect you a bit more than having your, your debit card and just using that, swiping that. Um, when you're sending money digitally, you know, make sure that you trust the recipient because if you send money just, just know that you you may not get it back if it's a scam, right? And and um, you know, just just stay calm, be confident, use the technology to your advantage. Ignore, delete, block calls that you're not familiar with, messages, emails uh, from sources you don't recognize. Block them. You know, get them out of your your personal ecosystem. And and um, I think that is an action that that can can really catapult you to a strong um, place where you're not being scammed or being susceptible to scams. Right. And Quincy, before I let you go, you know, what should people do if they feel that they might have been victimized by a scam or uh, all of a sudden realize, you know, that they've been a victim of a scam? Well, I will say be calm, right? If you become a victim, do not be embarrassed. It happens to, you know, very respectful, smart people every single day. Uh, Simply report what happens to you, but you must act quickly. Uh, The embarrassment or ego can, can make some people hesitate. 
uh, because they don't want to divulge information, uh, feel, feeling like, you know, wow, how, how did I fall for this? Don't let that happen, right? That That's um, not the right way to approach it. Um, give your banks a call. Um, talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Call the, the uh, law enforcement um, if, you know, necessary. And, and um, quick action. It takes quick action. And, uh, again, throw away ego. Don't be embarrassed. Act. Act quickly on it, and you'll you'll really just uh, uh, decrease possibly the, the the amount of money or items that you would lose. Right, the longer you wait, the more you lose. So um, reach out quickly. All right. Well, Quincy, I want to thank you as always for joining us on today's show and just getting this very important information out to our community, and hopefully, uh, your words of wisdom uh, will inspire people or encourage people um, to do some things uh, a little differently and have a little bit more caution uh, when it comes to protecting their uh, their financial situation or their finances from scammers and fraudsters that are out there. You know, that's, that's exactly right. And I appreciate uh, being able, again, to come onto your show and share. And I will say this, for, for more fraud and scam prevention tips, uh, if you have a pencil or pen out there, uh, chase.com forward slash security tips is a great website. Uh, it gives you so much insight to uh, what may be going on out there and maybe some of the scams that maybe one has fallen for. Uh, it'll give you more insight to that. And there's also a great website that the government provides. It's um, www.ftc.gov. Uh, you can uh, actually uh, look into that, and I mean, there's just a plethora of information, and uh, it's very educational, and it can it can really save you from any any future heartache uh, from becoming a victim of a scam. So so definitely look into that, and keep listening to Seattle Media as well. Media. So, All right. Appreciate it. <laughs> Quincy, I'm going to ask you to give the. Um, I'm going to ask you. Thank you for that. I'm going to ask you to give the. Uh, those web addresses out one more time. I missed that. What was that? Hey, I'm going to ask you to give those web addresses out one more time. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. So chase.com forward slash security tips. And then there's also foxtrot tango car cash dot gov, F-T-C dot gov. All right. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend.